Hey there, this is Terry Cowley, weekday breakfast presenter on 1FM Shepparton. Thanks for checking out this podcast. It was recorded live as part of The Brekkie Show, which you can catch 6 to 9am Monday to Friday. We're going to be continuing our The Week That Was segment with the Shepherd News today. You might recall that our correspondent, Rosa Ritchie, uh, left last week. That was her last segment. So I'm going to introduce you today to Max Stankamp from the Shepherd News. Good morning, Max. Hey, Terry. How are you? I'm pretty well, you know. Always happy it's Friday. Yeah. <laughs> always good to get through another week. They do go fast. Thanks so much for coming in today and good to meet you. No, not a problem. Thank you so much for having me in. My um, pleasure. So you haven't been at the Shep News too long, have you? Uh, nearly a year and a half now, okay. I think it is. Oh, you're a veteran um, then. So, <laughs> yeah, so sometimes it feels like it. Yeah. Um, and um, you came to Shepparton for this job? I did, yes. And where did you yeah. come from? So I came from Orange originally. Orange, um, so okay. So I spent three years working up there at the paper up there. And okay. then you know, when the pandemic hit... A lot of people wanted to be closer to home and, you know, I've got family in Melbourne and... Okay. Yeah, made the move down. So you... Was it the Northern Daily Leader? No, the Central Western Daily. Central Western Daily. Oh, I'm thinking of Tamworth, yeah. Central Western Daily. Okay. Was that your sort of out-of-college job? It was, yes. Okay. Well, that would have been a big uh, big experience for you going up there. Yeah, it was lovely. It was very cold. Yes. My goodness, it's cold. Well, well, if you've been here a year and a half, you've been through a shepherd and winter. It's not exactly warm here. No, but Orange, you you get snow in Orange in town. It's a... well, I mean, that's fun. At least that's that's some sort of payback for the yes. cold weather. We don't get that here. Yeah. We just freeze for about, I don't know, five months. I'm, mm. you know, being from Sydney originally, I'm still getting oh, used to it. I don't, I, yeah, I think I'm going to have to retire somewhere warmer eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that inland cold. Well, good to have you on board. No, it's a, it, as I said, it's a pleasure to be here. It's, um, yeah, it's not my normal hour of uh, No, you were just saying you're not a morning person and I was confessing I'm not either even though I'm doing this (laughs) breakfast gig but uh, coffee definitely helps. Yes. A couple of coffees in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) So what's been happening this week? I mean I've I've looked at the paper today. There is it's a big paper. There is so much news in today's paper. There's a lot in today's paper. Yeah there really is. It just keeps Um, going back and back and back and back and heaps of sport as well. Uh, We don't want to talk too much specifically about today's paper because I've already given a summary earlier in the hour. Um, and of course, you can pick up a copy if you'd like to know more about those stories. But what are the stories that kind of really, um, perhaps that you concentrated on this week, or that really piqued your interest? Um, the one that really jumped out to me, um, more from today's paper, was the the Joe Clark um, tribute. That yeah, the veteran. Um, yeah, just shy of his ninety seventh birthday. Yeah. Um, passed away earlier in the week, and yeah, it was a really lovely piece from Darren. Yeah. Um, just talking about. Um, you know, talking about him and his life and, and chatting to his son, Wayne, and also talking about how much the RSL meant to him as well. Amazing. Was, Sorry, go on. Um, yeah, the, the, he lived and breathed the RSL and he was, you know, very much loved up there. Well, you look like you're in your 20s, Max. Would that be right? Yes, that would so be So to, 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 to read that Max had been a fixture at the Shepherd and RSL for 60 years... Um, and that's obviously post his war experience. That must kind of blow your mind. <laughs> I, I can't wrap my head around that. It's, yeah, it's um, amazing. It's absolutely incredible. And obviously, um, apart from his war service, a great community volunteer as well. And he just just looking at his face, he just looks like a, a, a chipper old chap, doesn't he? Yeah. He, looking um, at his pictures. Yeah, he, he really was, um, you know, right up until, uh, you know, Recently. 95. Um, yeah. You know, he was just up and going and, and moving around and... Um, 
always smiling. So he's, um, Well, condolences to Joe's family. I'm yes, sure they're very sad this week, but they can take some consolation in the fact that it was, seems a, a life very well lived. Absolutely. And, yeah, uh, you know, to all the people you know that knew him around Shepparton, um, which would have been a lot of people. Mm, for that um, for that amount of time, yes. Yes. Um, R.I.P. Joe? R.I.P. Joe. Mm. Um, what else have you been working on this week, Matt? Well, the other thing that, that's really stood out to me this week um, is a sports story um, from the world of bowls, which... Um, okay. Can be an, an interesting world at times. Yes, um, it can be incredibly competitive with each other, can't it? They? Can for you know something that's got the reputation of you you stroll out on a Wednesday afternoon as a retiree and just kind of throw down a few um, a few um, balls as well as drinks. <laughs> yes, um, and when they um, there was a bit of a hubbub in the bowls world this week um, when um, Scottish world champion Alex Marshall got knocked back from playing for Kyabram Oh, on the weekend Scottish which, world champion. Mm, which is to, like he's he's considered one of the greatest of all times. Why did he so get knocked back? Because um, he was too good. Well, no, surprisingly, it. Um, I mean, that might have had something to do with it behind the scenes. I don't know, but um, yeah, they Kyabram was scheduled to you know play away this weekend against Telugu but wanted to have a home game um, for Alex so that they could you know get people down to the club and meet and greet him and all of that. Um, and Tally kind of turned around and said, "Oh, actually, well, it's well, it's our home game, and it's you know we'd rather keep it at home." Um, you know, the Shepherd and Golf tried to switch it round so they could play there. It's round thirteen this week. They tried to get their next week's game to swap in, but um, didn't happen. Didn't happen. <laughs> but it's just just the fact that you know, Alex Marshall. It's it's the equivalent of you know Buddy Franklin lining up for the Shepherd and Swans instead of the Sydney Swans, <laughs> or you know Elise Perry rolling the arm over at, at Deakin Reserve. It's um. Well, you know, he may be a world champion, but we've got our schedule. Exactly. We've got our <laughs> schedule. And I just, it's just incredible um, okay. that it's all kind of happening and, and rolling in there, um, which, yeah, was one thing that, that did stand out to me this and week. We do have a bowl show on in, in, as part of our Super Saturday Sport tomorrow, so maybe this is something they'll be talking about. I, I wager it would be. Mm. I would wager it would be. Um, okay, well, there you go. Drama in the world of bowls. Drama in the world of bowls. You'd love <laughs> to hear about it. You'd love to hear about yeah. it. Um, one of the other things that you know, stood out this week was uh, earlier in the week there was the, the drug bust out at Talamba. Yes, um, some very big plants. Very big plants <laughs> um, and a, a lot of them too. Mm. They've, um, yeah, they, they did it earlier in the week and said, you know, this is, this is quite large. Mm. And then, you know, um, Georgia Rossiter and Anna McGuinness went out there yesterday for a you know police stand up, and there were just piles of of, of you know, cannabis plants sitting on the front lawn that they had to drag out, and they were still going. And they I said think they put it in context, uh, uh, you know, biggest in the state or something. It's yeah, potentially the biggest ever in Victoria. They're ever just, they're still going through them. They're, I think they're sitting at about eight thousand that they've pulled out now. So um, this was a major operation. Which is a huge operation. So I don't know how they've got that, kept that under wraps. But, but then, um, you know, you put it in context, when you look at, you know, so many parts of the world legalising cannabis now. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, yeah, I don't know. It's not an easy, it's not, a, it's not an easy sort of thing to solve, a problem to solve. But, yeah, you would have to, I mean, mm, it's, it's a tricky one. You sort of wonder whether we're going down that path, whether we should. I mean, there's... They, they, they didn't claim that it was medicinal. <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure what they were claiming. We'll mm. probably find out when they hit court, um, mm. you know, a couple of months from now. But um, you have to wonder whether the neighbours weren't noticing a lot of those plants if there were eight thousand of them. 
Mm. Maybe that's where, maybe, maybe they were tipped off, yeah. I'm not sure, but mm. or if it's um, one of those things where, you know, they looked at the house and went, why does that have a power bill that is yes. like, on industrial street lights like on 24 hours a day? But I guess it could um, have been a, a big property, sort of not easily, plants not easily seen, I'm not sure. Yes. Mm. Uh, yes, I, I'm not sure, but yeah, they, they I, were saying that they, you know, were standing 100 metres away and they could they could smell it, <laughs> um, which is very funny. Mm. Um so yeah, that was that was one thing um, that yeah that, that happened this week. There was you know big world in uh, big news in the world. Of I Canada. sort of don't like it when things like that happen because there is there you know there is a bit of a reputation for that kind of thing in this region. And I just think damn because then that's what gets in the news and that reinforces that you know sort of you know probably incorrect perception that everyone up here is on drugs. Yes, um, very much. <laughs> it's so. obviously not far from the case. Um, no, it's uh, well. Yeah, as you said, it increases that perception mm. and then, you know, the the lovely stories about Joe Clark aren't going to go national. Yeah, it's um, just, you know, um, bad news is, is news, unfortunately. It is. Bad um, news travels fast. It, it does travel very fast. It's um, the, the Douglas Adams quote about, you know, it, it, you know, the speed of light is the fastest speed in the universe, but except for bad news, which <laughs> obeys its own special laws of physics. True, true. Anything else you need to tell us about uh, this week, Max? I'm sure you're um, heading off for a busy day. Um, there's always plenty happening in Shepparton, um, be it bad news or good news. Um, there's, yeah, there's still a, there's a little bit more. So there's a, the push from the Business Council to extend free parking across town. So, they've, you know, businesses have been battered from pillar to post. Um, you know, during lockdowns and now that we're back open, they've also been battered because everyone's been sick. I'm actually um, going to be t- talking to John Anderson of the Chamber of Commerce about that next week because that uh, free parking ended at the end of January, didn't it? It does. Uh, yep. uh, no, I think it's still got one more month to go. Has it? Okay. It caught out most people in the office where they, when Darren came in and said, oh, we're doing a story about free parking still yep. going and we all went, didn't it, didn't it finish? Ah, uh, they must have extended it and maybe um, maybe a lot of people don't know that. So, yeah, well, that's... that's um, I'm pretty sure it's still the end of Je- uh, end of February. Still time limited, of course. Uh, yes, it is but, still time uh, limited. You can still get booked. <laughs> you can still so get booked. Um, watch your timing. You can indeed. The Shep Hotel is still coming down. Um, not that we've done too much about that, but driving past it several times this week, it is. It's progressive. It's coming down. It is. I haven't sort of noticed because I guess the facade sort of looks similar. Does mm. it not? Or maybe I've just not. Um, maybe I've been unobservant. Um, well, the top layer is pretty much gone now. Um, but I don't know. I just kind of noticed that they've gone. You know, left to right, it's so slowly... it is happening. It is being dismantled. Happening. Is that the whole thing's being dismantled? The whole thing's coming down. Right. Um, Any time frame for that? Uh, there might be. I don't know it off the top of my head. Okay, maybe we can um, check check in with you on that next week, see. We can indeed. I'll, yeah. I'll do some research. Um, I'll do some research. And the last story was a, a nice one from up near Echuca. Um, a nice one, a bit of a sad one as well. Um, so Zach McGrath, um, you know, paddled up the Campaspe River for a, a kilometre... Um, you know, so he, in memory of his, his brother Luke, Luke died in 2015, uh, was 12 years older than Zach. Um, and he said, you know, something that helps clears his head, takes a couple of days to process his, um, the anniversary of his brother's death each year. But then in memory of him, he goes out and paddles along the river and picks up rubbish um, because that was something that, um, that Luke was really, um, really passionate about. Um, so, yeah, he's, he's um, done the wonderful community service, but is also the most um, rubbish he's ever picked up in the river. I bet um, there would be so a lot. I would imagine. Yes, we had unfortunately this, we had six car tires. You had you know nearly forty face masks. Somehow a car exhaust. Um, Not a car. <laughs> no, uh, no. I don't believe there was a car attached. To the We've exhaust. had cars in the Golden River on and off. Yeah. Um, 
mm, yeah, just the car exhaust on its own is a bit weird. And then, you know, heaps more rubbish alongside that. So really touching story, but also, yeah, very sad one on, on a couple of levels that, you know, that all of that stuff. That it's at least something positive comes out of it, I guess. Yeah. That's, that would be his thinking, I would, I would imagine, and hopefully that helps him process his grief. Mm, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, he said it was something that yeah, really helped him, but it was a, a really nice um, story to read and really well put together. Mm. Um, if uh, if anyone is having a gander at the website, um, yes. have a look for that one. Will do. All right, well, thanks very much for your time, Max. Hope to uh, catch up with you again in a week's time. And uh, thank you for volunteering to take on this gig, this early morning, relatively early morning gig, um, even though you're not a morning person. Much no appreciated. It's, uh, it's been an absolute pleasure. <laughs> Thank you. Next week. That's Max Stankamp of the Shepparton News. This station, FM 98.5, subscribes to the Broadcasting Community Code of Practice. The Code of Practice is a set of agreed standards that have been developed by community radio stations across Australia. They reflect the unique principles of community broadcasting and guide stations in a whole range of activities, including complaints handling and Australian music content. If you'd like a copy of the Code, please contact us during business hours and we will mail a copy to you. Fatigue is one of the greatest contributors to road trauma. Modern cars with their quiet running systems, comfortable seating, coupled with long stretches of straight dual-lane highways can be conducive to fatigue. To combat fatigue, take regular breaks. Stop at every two hours. Get out of the car. Stretch the legs. Check out the scenery and let your eyes refocus. Don't drive when you would normally be sleeping. Take a 15-minute power nap if you feel yourself becoming drowsy. This message proudly brought to you by RoadSafe Goulburn Valley. Station sponsor. Wake up to sleep at 40 Winks. Our exclusive bed match system takes the confusion out of buying a bed. And right now, you can get any size mattress for the price of a single. That's a queen, king, or even a super king mattress for the price of a single on a range of leading brand mattresses. Get any size mattress for the price of a single. But be quick, it's on for a limited time only. At Sponsors 40 Winks, Riverside Plaza, Shepparton. Looking for a new TV but can't find the big brand names in stock anywhere? TV brands like Samsung and Sony have become as rare as a unicorn. But Jason's TV has stock of genuine Samsung TVs. That's right, we have a very limited supply of Samsung TVs. We will deliver, install and set up all the smart TV functions. So if you're looking for a new TV, don't settle for what's left on the shelves. We have Samsung TVs. Order now, 0403 688 1FM Sponsor. Station sponsors McNamara Real Estate are now servicing the entire Goulburn Valley area. Our proud local family-run business is pleased to offer you a comprehensive service that comes with decades of local real estate experience between our team and is the region's best value agency, offering the area's only all-inclusive cap price commission rates. That's right, cap price commission. So if you're considering selling your home, please contact McNamara Real Estate on 5831 6405. That's 5831 6405. Or visit us at McNamaraRealEstate.com.au. You've been listening to a 1FM podcast.